Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. This is Being Awesome with Rob Springer. I don't know about you guys, but I am on like a turkey coma that I'm having a hard time waking up from. Mm. This is Being Awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. I'm Rob. I could use a nap right now. Guys, I don't know about you, but I had a giant turkey dinner on Thanksgiving. And I've been eating leftovers from it for the past few days. And I'm having a hard time not being sleepy. Because when you eat that much turkey dinner, all you want to do is sleep. You know, the past few days have been great. I've been having a nice nice little break, you know. I've had a nice little nice little relaxing break. I I I went to my works Thanksgiving party where we have like this big catered taco party with all this food and prizes and fun. And I ate like 20 tacos. I wish I was kidding. I ate 20 tacos, which is really easy to do with these things. Cause they're kind of small. It's just a, it's a tiny little tortilla smaller than your hand. And you know, you, you get steak or pork. I always get pork. It's like cooked with pineapple. That's not a whole lot of meat in these things. And, you know, you, you end up eating like 20 just to get full. And I totally ate 20 tacos. And I was in heaven because I love those tacos. But also, I um came home and, you know, we straightened up the house. My mother came over for Thanksgiving. And we had a nice Thanksgiving dinner. My wife just cooked all sorts of good food. She cooked a big turkey dinner. We had, we had bought one of those, uh, roaster, those roasters you can get to cook the turkey in. That way she'd have the oven all to herself for cooking, like all the potatoes and sweet potatoes and stuffing and all that, like macaroni and stuff. And she cooked this giant feast that we all just ate. And when we just ate it, we were, we were full. I mean, we were just full. We, um, I'm still a little sleepy, to be honest with you. I just took a nap not long ago and we've been, you know, went out to do some holiday shopping and got a lot of it done. Got some more to do throughout the next month here. And, um, I've been eating turkey leftovers the past few days and I am near comatose from all the tryptophan floating around in my system. It is kind of nuts how much that will do to you that you don't even think about. 
Oh, goodness. Hmm. He's a little nap again. But I'm not going to because it's like 6 o'clock in the evening. And in a few hours, I'm just going to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just lay down, take a nice nap. That sounds awesome. Just go to bed. <laughs> But it's been a really good holiday weekend. My wife and I have made plans. We started our itinerary. We had we'd been planning on going to um, Disney next Halloween to do a week at Disney. But we decided instead, like maybe do that later. And instead, next Christmas, go to Universal Studios for Christmas and take my mom with us. Have a nice family trip. And... I can't tell you guys how excited I am for that. You guys know how much I love Universal Studios. I think I say the words Universal Studios a million times a day. Like I just repeat the words Universal Studios over and over. And it's good times, you know. It's a good time to be had saying Universal Studio. And it's a good time to be had at Universal Studios. And we're we're excited and a little apprehensive because it's like, well, we got to get this vacation paid for in a year, <laughs> which doesn't sound like the hardest thing in the world to do, but real world sets in on you and you're like, that's a ticking clock now, ain't it? <laughs> but I'm excited. It's a year away, so I shouldn't be too excited, but I'm excited. I am. Um, that's like my happy place. And I can't wait to take my mom there. She, um, when we got back from the trip last year, she was just like, wow, at all the pictures I showed her and stuff. And she can't wait. She's just like, she really wanted to go. And I think taking her there will be a uh, treat. You know, I think it'll be a nice treat to show mom, like, look at all this. And especially like the little things. My mom's always real big on the special effects stuff and all that. And like, I can just, I already see my mom's face showing her the Harry Potter areas, you know. And like, whole, it's, it's one of those things, if you've never been there, you have no idea. Like, no, you just stepped into that world for the day. You know, every place you go, you're in, you're in Jurassic Park, you're in Hogsmeade, you're in, you know, Diagon Alley. It's, it's hard to explain exactly how, how true to life they get. It. And I can just already see my mom's face going, whoa, when we walk in there, I'm, I'm excited. It's a year away. I'm not going to be able to contain myself. I am going to nickel and dime myself every day <laughs> for a year in advance just so I can like make it rain the minute I walk in the door, you know, it's going to be awesome. Well, guys, I totally know I promised to put up a who wants to submit questions thing and talk transformers over the past two weeks. And I totally forgot to, but it's okay. Cause I got submitted a question. On the down low. Not like that. I got submitted a question directly in a thread that I'm going to use today for today's Q&A portion of the show. Now, for those of you who don't know, because it's been two weeks since you've had an episode of Being Awesome, Talk Transformers is the official group of Being Awesome. It's the best place to talk Transformers on the internet. Period. I mean, that's it. You ain't getting no better place to go talk to them Transformers, and that's where you do it. Talk trans. I burped. Excuse me. I've ate a lot of turkey in the past few days. You ain't getting no better place to do that Transformer talking. And if you go there, you can join. 
and sooner or later I'll pop up a thread occasionally saying, who wants to submit questions? Who wants to submit talking points? Who wants to submit comments to be read on being awesome? And people just come out the woodwork. They put them questions down, and ta-da, there we go. Well, I actually will put up a thread this week, so if you go join Talk Transformers, or if you're a member of the group, be on the lookout. I will be posting that thread here soon. But I do have a question for this week that didn't come from that thread. It came from someone directly asking me. And he's a member of the group. They got asked in the group, so it counts. And you know what? If you're not in the group or whatever, you can just, or you miss the thread, you can just shoot me the message and I'll add you to the pool of questions. But anywho, this week's question comes from Tom Hannigan. Tom goes on to say, Rob Springer, because he was tagging me. This might be a good question for Being Awesome Q&A. What defines a figure as a retool as opposed to a completely different tooling? Tom, that is a good question. And you know what? I don't know if there's ever really been a clear answer to that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I say that meaning it's really ill-defined. Like, my uh, uncle, when I was growing up, he worked in a tool and die shop. Like, he actually serviced them and worked on them. And sometimes would make those die tools himself. And he had all these t- tools he would... T- terms he would say describe them that I've always kept with me. Now, I don't know if those are the correct terms for it or just what they called it in the shop because who knows if they call it the right term. Who knows if there's any correct term for anything. But I think a good going over would be would be a, probably a good idea. I said good like 50 times there. <sighs> so much turkey. Well, if you ask me, and you did, when we first started talking about this, it was in a thread where people were talking about Bumblebee and Cliffjumper. And I said, no, Bumblebee and Cliffjumper aren't retools of one another because they pretty much came out at the same time. It's pretty much the same tooling, meaning that they use the same engineering. Now, this could go for your Combiner Wars toys or some of your toys that share the same shame in shame they share the shame share the same engineering skeleton as each other it's like combiner wars the upcoming power of the primes deluxes are definitely sharing some engineering bumblebee cliff jumper uh bubble jumper bumble jumper excuse me you know those kind of guys they share the same engineering skeleton meaning they were designed from the get-go to this engineering skeleton was designed to be several different toys at the same time. And I don't know if that's really, you can't really call that a retool because it's the same tool. Like they designed it from part, like this is the engineering skeleton. And then it was mapped onto different molds. So I don't think it's fair to call that a retool because they didn't, it was it's from the start, you know, it's from the get go planning. It's like, like, um, Prowl, Smokescreen, and Blue Streak. You know, you would think those are remolds, but they're not. They were planned from the beginning to be those three toys. The sports model, the rally car, and the police type from Diaclone. So it would almost be like, say, you go buy a car. Say you buy a... Like, okay, say I have a Ford Fusion. And if I went to the dealer to buy a new Ford Fusion, I have all these packages available to me. I have like a... 
SE and S, a GT and LX, all these different models. And they have different things like ground effects or spoilers or what have you, uh, fog lights and what have you. I think it, it, that kind of falls more into that way of thinking. I think when you share engineering, it's not safe to say it's a retool because it was pretty much planned from the beginning. Like, say, you buy a, a pickup truck. And you buy the sport package. Well, it's the same pickup truck. It just has the sport package on it. Or you buy the luxury package. Well, it's got the luxury package on it. But it's still the same pickup truck. I think that's pretty much where that goes. Now, when you would say retooling, let's go back to the original Robots in the Skies. And when I say let's go back to that, let's go to Car Robots. Car Robots um, came out around 99, 2000. Gigatron. And then there was Devil Gigatron. That was a retool. Because they designed Gigatron, he turned into six different things. Devil Gigatron turned into ten different things because they went back and redesigned a few parts. So that's a retool right there. Because they went back and changed the tooling. Or per se, um, Sound Blaster. The original Sound Blaster. Soundwave was the cassette man from Microman. Okay, that was that molding. You know, they probably had to touch it up over time after using it so many times, but it's still that same tool set. Well, when they made Sound Blaster, they added that extra big uh, cassette door. And they had to add in uh, parts to basically make that hinge and everything work. Well, that was a retooling because they went in and basically fixed up the mold. And when they released Soundwave reissues after that, it was adjustments of that sound blaster mold. So I don't know if they lost the original part of me sound wave mold forever, or if they forever changed it when they made that sound blaster. I don't know if they completely worked on that master tooling or what just then maybe outright saying we're not making that one no more. That was from 1984 and a couple of repeats that's over. So yeah, I'm not sure to say if they completely changed that mold completely or the sound wave one was lost for time, but that would be a remolding right there where they went back and worked on a mold to make it work a different way. One confusing bit of terminology for that would be when they make new heads for a toy. Because sometimes, like, say, animated Ratchet and Ironhide. Well, they molded those heads into the mold from the get-go, it was always in that, those those different parts were always in that molding. They just tossed aside those extra parts, or what have you, or didn't use that tool plate for the extra parts, you know. But when someone, say, like, fun publications would go back years later and make a brand new head, that's where I got wonder if that's remolding, because they're basically, it's like a brand new part to take place of part. I don't know if there's actually a term for that. I think it would be safe to say a remold just casually because it's not, but not properly because it's like, it would be like buying that pickup truck and then the dealership puts on the spoiler themselves or a custom spoiler for you. You know, like if you go to a dealership, you can order, have a car made to your specifications it would be almost like that, like you bought a pickup truck, and then after it was made, they put the stuff on for you. So I don't know if remolding is the proper term for that or not, or just 
wow, what is the term for that? Because you think it's really like a Scorponok. Um, the Energon Scorponok. Um, that's a good one to talk about. Because it started off Energon Scorponok. Bang, bang, boom. Energon Scorponok. Cybertron, they made Dark Scorponok, which had a remolded part to allow for a cyber key. One of those uh, Cybertron key things that fit into his tail to do things. So that was a definite remold. They went there and remolded the toy to allow for that gimmick. You know, a couple of years later, they make the G2 redo. Um, Double Punch. That's just the Cybertron Scorponok, isn't it? Actually, I think it's just the Energon Scorponok. I can't remember clearly. That's just a straight repaint. Where they just took the mold and put it in different colors. That's just a straight redeco. A couple of years later, they do the uh, G1 Scorponok from it where they took that mold and made a custom piece for it and used a um used the tooling from the from Spike from the Fortress re, from the Fortress Maximus re, reissue and gave it a new faceplate <laughs> like they used they used this old tooling from like 1987 made a piece to make it work and then gave a new faceplate for it that was like a remolding, a new part, and another new part altogether. What would that be called? Is that, I guess you could technically say remolded, or you could casually say it and still be right. When it comes to that, it's almost like professional kit bashing. Like, we've got an aftermarket part that's still officially recognized, you know, like, wow, what would you call that? That's a weird one. Because that's, you could casually say remolded. You could casually say Cliff Jumper is a remolded Bumblebee. And people know what you're talking about. It might not technically be correct. Just like when you say the Brontosaurus is a dinosaur. It may not technically be correct, but people know what you're talking about. And people just try to let, generally let it pass. Well, why would that be? There's a question for you guys listening. Answer to me that. What would you consider that when they've made new molds, use old molds, and combined it like that? With the uh, those new Pretender shells they made for Oil Master and Optimus Prime, in the me- would those be remolds? Because they've made a brand new mold. But at the same time, it didn't really affect the prior mold. But they did make a new head. What would you call that? Or the Megatron one. They just used the Grand Max Pretender shell mold and just worked a toy into it without remolding it. Are those remolds or just new parts? Whoa. (laughs) Basically, Tom, I don't think there's a correct answer to your question just because there's so many definitions. I think if you casually used remold, it'd be okay. I think so. I think maybe one day, and I haven't talked to that uncle in over 10 years. He's not dead or anything that I know of. Just those parts of my family had a falling out, so I don't get to speak to them anymore. Um, you know, just parents having fallouts with other parents and stuff like that. So until they make up, I'll probably never speak to them again. So I don't know if he's alive or not. Hope so. But if anyone knows some of those people at work in that, maybe, maybe chat us up. Maybe tell us how these things work because... I think some technicalities would be nicely known in this. Because I know there's some dudes who really keep up with 
things like mold changes or whatever. I know, um, I know dude runs dairy con Fred. He, um, he keeps up with those things. Like I've seen him pointing out like differences in mold injection points and different versions of older toys. Like he had a jazz and he had another jazz and he was like pointing out how the places on the toy where the mold was injected was different on one from another, meaning they had made a new mold. So he keeps up with that kind of stuff. I know he, he would probably find that interesting. I know it'd be kind of neat to read about. You always read about the same things over and over. So having some a little bit further in, you know, how this works would be nice. Cause you always get, you know, when we'd get these direction, get these answers from Hasbro, it'd be from like a designer or a marketing person or whatever who would just kind of call the blanket term because they're like, yeah, it's somebody in a factory doing that, <laughs> you know, that's kind of off of their head. I know in my company, the salespeople only so far know how things work out in the production shop, you know? So I'm sure knowing they just kind of gave it a term that they used and may not be entirely correct. Cause it's like, crap, how was this toy made? <laughs> you know, so that'd be really neat to hear. Someone who works in dikes, dyes, and molds and all that really get the terminology correct from them. Especially now, it might be even changing with how we do everything with 3D modeling now because it's essentially a model and it's printed out and they make a mold off of it. And when there's any changes or whatever, it's literally just another file and they make a mold off of that printed out. So I wonder if that those terms even work anymore. That's another thought, because I can't tell you how many times with them um, in my work. You know, I said I've programmed a CNCs, and that's those are CAD models. I, I work with CAD models, and I program a machine to cut them out of stone slabs. And sometimes I'll have a uh, a job, like a commercial project or whatever, and it'll be the same template for another set of buildings or whatever, and I might have to just offset an inch or two on a side, you know, and it's not a whole brand new CAD model or anything. I'm just taking that and working with it and saving as a new name. So, wow. Those, does those terms even matter anymore? Thinking about that. Huh? Well, Tom, that's a good question. And one I didn't really have an answer for. I just told you what I knew and what I thought. And I think I answered your question with another question, but thank you for asking it. And guys, please, 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 Go join Talk Transformers, the best place on the internet to talk Transformers. It's in the name. And you can participate in the thread. I'm going to post any any day now looking for new questions, answers, and yada yada for this portion of the show. I'm I'm a little rusty. It's been two weeks since I've done one of these. So I'm going to go. Dwight's cooking dinner. She's cooking spaghetti because we're both sick of turkey. And I can't wait to eat some spaghetti. <laughs> so we're going to go. I got to go build the Christmas Legos for this year. We have, I do a Lego display for Christmas each year and each year Lego puts out these different final sets, bag sets that go with, go out each year, like Christmas trees or whatever. And I just put up a display each year in the living room and I got two new sets I need to build and set up the old ones. And I got work to do and eat spaghetti and watch our shows. So everyone, please have a good week. Have a good day. Have a good minute. Have a good second every instance that you're alive have a good one or try your best to and if you're not having a good one hang on it'll be okay it'll get better
Thanks for listening to my show. I'm Sleepy, and I'm also Rob. And Being Awesome, podcast about loving Transformers and having fun, can be found at tfradio.net for shows and showtimes. And while you're there, please check out our Amazon links. It's just a quick, easy way to support the network without doing anything more than shopping at Amazon, as you normally do. Since you're using the internet, and since you're listening to me, my name's Rob. You can check me out on Twitter and Instagram, at RoboRobSpringer. And since you're using the internet, please check out my personal site, zonebase.org. That's where I'd get a whole lot of zoning and basing going on. I never know how to plug my site correctly. I'm not a good salesman, I don't think. Nope, not at all. Anyway, thanks everyone for listening, and I'll try my best to be back next week as long as an asteroid doesn't hit me while I'm driving down the road. Or I could just get the flu or something. We never know. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye. This has been Being Awesome with Rob Springer. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.